Thanks for joining the SJ Child Show. The SJ Child Show brings value to families through education and resources. But the SJ Child Show isn't just about me. It's about us as a community. Join me as we help educate and support our community, help bring kindness and love and inclusion to all. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen and watch. I really appreciate all the support from all of the viewers and listeners. And I just want to let you know, I want you to join me on this journey. Come and follow my social media and let's do this together. Enjoy the show. Oh, thank you so, so much for being here. I'm so Hello. excited. Hi, Tara. We, I Hi. have a new guest this evening. Um, I'm so excited to bring her on. And I was listening earlier on to um, Dion while she was, was giving her talk. And she was talking about authenticity and how she really likes to bring that into her shows <laughs> by not having ever even met the person that they're interviewing um, as we are today. And I really like that feel too. I love the the genuineness. I love to make connections. Um, so I, I'm so glad to have you here today. I was Likewise. really excited you. when she reached out and I thought, oh my gosh, this would be a perfect topic to bring to this live this evening. Um, and so Without further ado, um, I am Sarah S.J. Childs from the S.J. Childs Show, where, as you heard, we bring value to families through education and resources. And tonight we are going to talk about a very important topic, um, bullying. So I'm going to really turn a lot of time over to Tara since we just have this 30 minutes we might have to come back onto the S.J. Childs <laughs> Show for a longer segment. But right. um, <laughs> Hello. Thank you so much for coming. Tell thank us you, Sarah. a little bit about yourself. Thank you. So um, you're welcome. I am um, the CEO of the Bullying Buddy TBB Enterprises and Bullying uh, Buddy Consultant Consultants, excuse me. <laughs> um, I am a published author of a children's book, Tiny uh, But Mighty, and I have a new book being released in the month of October, which is Dwarfism Awareness Month and Anti-Bullying Month, both about causes for the nonprofit. Tiny Be Mighty is our nonprofit. And uh, most importantly, uh, I'm a therapist. And most importantly, I am a mom on a whale of a mission. That's my favorite part of everything that I do is being a mom. But my son, you know, was my inspiration because he was bullied as a result of having dwarfism. So lots of stuff going on, a lot of things. And I also am the inventor of the Bullying Buddy app, which is a brand new cutting edge patent pending app that is scheduled to be all through the United States. We're working on it right now, getting it into the schools. And then I also wrote a curriculum, Be Brave. So I just have so many things. I try to kind of crunch it down, Sarah. <laughs> Yes. No, I, all wonderful topics. And uh, I think it'll be really great to connect afterwards because we're both children's authors. We both have, yes. you know, we have physical differences in autism in our um, family. And so there's just a lot of 
we understand about bullying. We've yes. all, you know, me, myself, and my kids have been on the ends of those. So let's talk about what kind of, um, you know, you said your son, t- let's talk about the book. And that's probably where it started before the app, or I'm maybe just jumping to conclusions. So you tell us yeah. how it kind of, how it played out for you and what made you, first, you know, okay. inspiration. The, fir- you, the first book or, or the, the new book coming up. Do the yeah. first one. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well here, here is the book right here. This is little, Prince Encore down at the bottom over here. There we go. And these are the giants. And so this book um, is very near and dear to my heart because it introduces children to diversity and how to cope with it. But it also shows it's a journey of triumph within little uh, the little prince's self that he already had what he needed to unleash to the world. He just had to connect to it. So it's a really cool story. Um, But the backdrop of that is just my son was born with dwarfism encore and he was bullied tremendously, tremendously, tremendously um, early, early on. And um, it really pushed me into my purpose, which I really love. Uh, He introduced me to my calling here on earth. Mm -hmm. And so I, I will be forever grateful. So he was bullied to the point of no return. Like I said, shut down tremendously. He was called um, ugly and monster. And um, I don't use the R word for the sake of this. I'm very edgy. I will retard it. Just every word that you can think of, he's been called um, midget and that's offensive to little people, by the way, it's called little people. Okay? If you have a question, just ask. And um, and then physically, physically bullied, emotionally bullied. He They held things above his head. It may sound simplistic to someone, but emotionally it's trauma when you're trying to reach something and people are purposely holding it above your head, just mm-hmm. reminding you once again that you're little and that there's something wrong with it according to the world or people who don't understand. Yeah. So that is the the backdrop um, that introduced me to wanting to do more as a mom. I started a nonprofit because I started to be introduced to moms along the way who have actually lost children Um from bullying as a result of bullying committed suicide between the ages of seven and 17. And so the mission has grown and we can get into that a little bit too, because that's where the idea about the app came from. So that is a little bit about, you know, the, the first book, um, tiny, but mighty and where the whole, this all came from, because this wasn't on my agenda. <laughs> right. <laughs> Surprise. You're a parent, all new I world. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, I can completely, you know, resonate with, with those types of things. And the, the sadness as a parent to feel that loss of control when you get to a point where I'm sure as you have contacted the teachers and possibly the parents in the school and the school district and the up, you know, how high can we go? But when will it make a difference and where will it make a difference? What type of advice have you given your son to deal with these things? Well, um, I want to say this along my journey, and this is why, you know, I also will be running for office and we're working on a bill and different things. Thank you. Because, and not because I wanted to get into politics, it's just political when you're Mm. trying to introduce change. So you must meet them where they are so that we can save kids over here. But 
Um, I, I was blessed to have a school. It was in Irvine. I was blessed to have a district that the minute he came home with missing skin, because that's the turning point of that totally, they literally were stepping on the back of his feet and he would fall. And, but he mm-hmm. came home with no skin on his chin. And I was just, I went straight over to the school, but the principal was so open. She said, let's talk about it. What do you want to do? Because I'm, I'm really like new to, we never had someone with dwarfism in the school. You know, she was like, and I'm just honestly just new to, to just someone being different and then introducing our kids to a different that I'm not familiar with. She was very, very open and transparent and I loved it. Mm -hmm. So I said, I would love to arrange to speak to the children. No idea once again, that this would catapult into where Mm -hmm. it was going. And it did. But as I talked to them, Corey stopped me encore. He said, I'll talk to my friends. I said, Oh, okay. Took over from there. And he literally started, Long story short, speaking all over, all over the United I States to that. students. Mm-hmm. And um, and along the way, you know, one thing I, I really, the advice or just what I would say to anyone, any mom that has, and I don't use the word disabled and none of that. We don't use that language. It's beautifully diverse. We're all beautiful and we're all different. And I really yeah. want to replace that word in society. Because it's just a different ability that people have mm-hmm. and what makes us supposed to be the normal ones. How about we're not and they are. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, you know, I love that. I absolutely. In fact, um, I didn't receive an autism diagnosis until last May when I was 45 years old, you know, and it really makes you look at everything. But before that, when my husband had been, he had, you know, said to me quite often, the word disorder really bothers me because here's this brilliant, brilliant man who, um, I would definitely argue that, you know, (laughs) that there hasn't, there hasn't been quite a bit of disorder other than what he's been through himself. But um, yeah, it's so interesting, the language used and how much we do need to change those things in the world. And I am with you on that, on those types of things. Um, Tell us about the second book and kind of where it's leading into now. Yes. So because uh, the mission started growing as a nonprofit, once again, I was introduced to mothers who have lost children between the ages of seven and 17. And I will keep repeating that because they believe it or not, when we go to states and meet with senators and governors and state reps, they, they really are not aware of how many. We have lost almost 100 in the last, um, the last year during mm-hmm. a pandemic. It's, it's over 100 children. I'm just saying in the last nine months. Uh, and and this is an issue. It's a it's an epidemic that lies within a pandemic. Society. Yeah. And so, sure. um, uh, but anyway, I I heard this mom who her daughter was on life support, and I heard her um, scream out saying, "There's an app for this and an app for that, and where's the app for this?" Right. And so, um, the app idea came, but then a book idea came. I'm very big on education educating. When I do seminars, trainings, and workshops, even with the kiddos, it's experiential and it's educational. We just don't want to talk to them because they're not listening to us. If they were listening to us, then they would not be committing suicide as early as seven years old. So we have to, we have to meet these kiddos where they are. We have to meet the parents where they are and, and give them the education and support they need, things to look out for. What does it look like when your child is suicide? Because a lot of the times these children are being missed because they're thinking, oh, they're just 
growing, just growing pains. And no, 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 no. There's certain signs to look out for. So I, I devised this book. It came to me. And I feel it's like the Bible of if you want to know anything there is about raising a bully. The book is called Are You Raising a Bully? Because mm. it's it's oh. really about catching it in the pre-operational stage of development between two and five, not in middle school. That's where mm. the behavior manifest. It's not where it begins. If we don't have a bully, we don't have what? Bullying. Mm. We yep. will not have receivers. I don't call them victims, receivers. We empower all the kids throughout training. It's not, and we're mm. not bully bashers. I get parents all the time. I hate bullies. I don't care if they're not. I'm like, they're babies. Yeah. They so. need just as much learning and grace and a path to try to absolutely. be able to take. I agree a hundred percent. Yes, absolutely. And mm-hmm. so that's what the book is all about. It goes through the seven types of bullying, the six character traits of the bully and, and the six players in the game, the bullying game, the receiver, the watcher. People's like, people are, who's the watcher? It's the bystander who stands there videoing and putting it up online. If you have time to video, you have time to stop it. Yeah. It's just a matter of showing that the kiddos, their roles, how they show up mm-hmm. and what it is. I've had so many kids say, Miss Tara, I didn't know that taking my friends away is called relational bullying. I'm, it is. That's in, in that preteen and the trying to discover yourself developmental phase the the most important thing is your peers we don't count anymore in that phase they love us but they put us in the <laughs> back we're, we're like bye just pick me up feed me and exactly <laughs> <laughs> but um it's so important to have that camaraderie with your peers and for some, one peer to start a room and to take it all away can you you, you see how devastating that is. But if you don't Absolutely. know that that's a form of bullying, how are you communicating it? No. The educators, they don't, mm. I have so many teachers. I have this stuff going on. I just don't know what to do. And you have to recognize it, but it's a training, right? How yeah. We're conditioned to do certain things. We're conditioned with all of these negative things in society. Why can't we recondition in a positive light? Yeah. We are losing Absolutely. lives. So Absolutely. No, I love that. And a quote we use for a lot of things at the SD Child Show is a little bit of knowledge turns fear into understanding, which exactly what you're providing for these kids when you're not only talking at them, but providing activities, showing videos, like you said, meeting them at their levels and finding out what their listening language is. How do they learn? How do they listen? reach them there. And then you can start building from there and fostering better peer relationships, you know, parent relationships. It can go so far. Yeah, it can. It most certainly can. And experiential learning from zero to 100, in my personal opinion and research, it just, it's the most effective learning that there is. Honestly, mm-hmm. like we sit here and tell them, oh, don't do this. And there's five types of bullying. We role play. We put on heart-shaped glasses. We we are interchangeable in the characters in the bullying. We have group. We, I mean, it's just so much that we do within that, that they're just not feeling like they're sitting there getting a lesson. Mm-hmm. They're getting an experience. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so valuable. And for me as a parent, um, I appreciate that. Thank you so much for what you're doing. I think that's Thank really you. fantastic. Tell us more about the app and what, you know, how that plays in and how kids can use that to their advantage. 
Okay. So I'm very excited about the app because it did uh, extremely well in beta and now it's in a store as it has been for um, some time now. So the app is um, quick. It addresses safety instantly. So if you're being bullied, you go to the app and you can voice activate just in case your hands are, you know, not able to, to move properly. Um, but you just say, um, EBB. So that's the emergency bullying button. It's a big giant button in the app. So any age can use it. They can't miss it. You press it or you say it. You also can say emergency. I have to say it low because it's so sensitive and it will start. (laughs) (laughs) And so instantly though, let's just say I'm by the lockers in the bathroom and I say emergency instantly as a mom, you're at work, you're at death, you're at your desk, you're at home. You get an alert instantly and you see what your child is going through. And you are able to write in that. This is why it's a game changer. You are you are in that moment able to chat with them, say, I'll be there. I'm okay. You're okay. Guess who else gets the alert? The bus driver, if it's on the bus and the school, the admin gets the alert. So they can no longer say, we didn't know it was happening in the bathroom. We didn't know it was. Yes, you do now. So you, it, it tracks the child for 10 minutes during the duration of the bullying. It also... Wow captures it it's seriously it's patent pending it's the last phases right now um and then it it addresses social media social media has gone up from 60 percent to 87 i think it's even more than that since 98 percent of our kiddos are online now due to the pandemic yeah. um but what it does is no longer do you have to wait anymore so a lot we lost a lot of children when the cyberbullying took place online and Facebook and all of the, the um, uh, platforms took too long to take it down or, you know, yeah. now, now you capture it and it goes mm. to the back end of all of these platforms. Wow. You can, yes, we're trying to connect Fantastic. with them. Hello, Facebook and Instagram and everyone, because mm-hmm. we want to be able to, to um, actually let them see we're not there yet, but at least we can notify them that it's yeah. going on. And then there's lastly that, well, this, it does so much, but the main thing is um, it also captures, collects data for the CDC because they don't have the proper numbers right now. They're not going to move on different bills. Mm. So this has been my seven year passion is to give them the proper numbers. This app, you can, it's called a bereavement section inside of the app. You can upload a picture of anyone that you know, your, with permission, of course, your child, friend, family, God forbid, that has taken their life. You can enter them into the app and their picture and their story is right there. Mm-hmm. So I did this for two reasons. One, adolescents need to see. We can't baby them anymore and we can't sugarcoat this because we're losing them. Okay, They need to see this is really happening to that age group and, and their peers. And two, it's going to give us tremendous amount of numbers to give to the CDC so that they will comply and accept bills and put policies and procedures in place on the federal level. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. And, you know, as soon as can, is it, you said it's patent pending, is it up and usable now? We can. Oh, yes. I, I already knew that because I went out to Google Play <laughs> and checked it out. But I, you know, how exciting and to now that you've explained it more, you know, I can share more information and obviously the viewers that have been able to um, see this and um, will be able to make such a big difference. I'm, I can't imagine uh, all of the, like you said, 
seven through 17 um, Mm -hmm. children taking their lives due to bullying. Uh, Let's talk about real quickly some of the, what bullying looks like. Let's, let's, you know, kind of define some, a little bit of that so that people that are listening now can start looking for that. Okay. So we're all, we're all used to physical. Okay. So that's very simple. And this is why the other ones are missed so much. Um, emotional bullying, taunting, like what they did with my son, holding things above people's heads. Doesn't necessarily have to mean name calling. That is a part of, you know, verbal bullying, obviously. Social bullying. This is one of the biggest reasons why we're losing our kiddos, by other children spreading rumors and taking friends away. Parents, please listen to me. Once again, we're on the back burner at this age. Their friends are everything to them. So imagine everyone used to sit with you and now no one sits with you because someone spread a rumor about you. That is relational or social bullying. We have racial bullying. Oh, is that your real hair? Or wow, why is your hair so curly? You know, those things, they traumatize children because it makes them feel like they are not validated. And this is why we're losing them. Once again, validation is everything for any human being, but especially in this age group, their brains are super duper temperamental, their emotions, right? And then there's, um, Racial bullying, bullying, obviously. And then there's verbal bullying, which once again is name calling, even, even you know, writing certain things out and showing it to someone because we've had that too. I've read, I've read some diaries of the children who are no longer with us. So a lot of research has been done, you know, to, to form the next book that's coming out in October, third week in October. Um, mm-hmm. And cyberbullying, you know, the, the most famous yeah. bullying of them all. And, and that is obviously we know when someone puts a picture up about you or they, they video you, you know, and then they put it online and when you, you get jumped and they put it online and tag all of your friends in school, it's just a tremendous amount of um, embarrassment uh, that is attached mm-hmm. to that. So that's, you know, and there's corporate bullying too. I have the adult app, but we'll come back. another. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. And I agree. There is, there is adult bullying and and it happens all the time. And I hear a lot of uh, my friends that, you know, are still in the corporate world or, uh, you know, other places that, that deal with that. And it's unfortunate that, um, they haven't learned (laughs) right Right. this, this far into life. Um, but (laughs) it's been so great to have you on today to talk about these things, to bring these things to the surface, because this is the time in our society right now that we need to make the changes. You know, someday isn't a day like today is the day we need to make the changes. What, are your three tips you will give parents tonight to watch their child to see, you know, if they're being bullied, how could we tell? If your child is modeling behavior that you've never seen before, sometimes in the younger ones, they'll model what's being done to them. And if if it's not usual, I'm saying that's number one, that's a big one. Um, Them just completely shutting down. Please don't, confuse that for going through a phase or boys being boys or girls being girls or growing pains. Please pay attention to that. Eating, not eating favorite foods, you know, being sleepy all the time. That, and the last one is not wanting to go to school. That is a big, 
where they make excuses or they're tired or they have a tummy ache. 160,000 children per day, not per year, per day miss school because they're afraid that they're going to be bullied. So those would be my top if I had to choose. Yeah. You know, and there was a time uh, maybe about a year ago when we were doing another podcast on bullying. It could have been on suicide at the time too. And we were pulling up stats and it was so crazy. We went through all these statistics and it didn't get down to the very end when it was like this percent of children eat alone. And I just lost it. I started crying and it said Mm -hmm. all these other things ahead of time, but I don't know why, but that really, like you had just said earlier, that really hit me hard. And I was just like, we need to show our children how to be a community. We need to show them how important that is and what they can gain from that. And that's how, not what they can lose, you know, the fear, the fear, that's not what they need. They need us to show them the light. They need us to show them what the rewards they can have from all of this. So, uh, so such a pleasure to have you on. Thank Got you. Got all emotional. That's okay. <laughs> um, right? Okay. Everybody knows that's what I do. Um, it's, <laughs> thank you. And tell us you. where we can find the books and the website, the bullying app, all of the good stuff. Okay. So bullying buddy, it's the bullying buddy.com. And you can download the app from there. Um, that's for the app. We're in both Apple, Android, and we are, you can do it on your tablet. We're, it's everywhere. Uh, we're working on the watch. It's coming next in phase two. So Great. we'll be on there as well. Um, and then our websites, obviously, everything is Bullying Buddy. Bullying Buddy all over Instagram, Facebook, everywhere. Um, I consult personally. So you can go to Live and Beyond You. And that's like with the U shape. Um, coaching.com. And if you uh, need consulting for your schools, because I do that. Uh, and trainings and workshops and stuff like that. And then um, I'm just, my name, I'm Tara Towns, Tara Lynn Towns on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and um, LinkedIn. The book is going to be everywhere. Amazon, the book now is is in in two stores, um, in Barnes and Noble and in uh, Georgia and uh, Arizona, Tempe. Nice. And um, and the new book, Are You Raising a Bully, will be on the same platforms as well. Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, we're also in Walmart. So yeah, on, Gotta online. get in front of the right people, you know, that's the most important part is getting all of this information in front of the right audiences. So thank you so, so much for agreeing to come on with me live tonight <laughs> that I of appreciate course. that. And uh, I think that, you know, what we have was so valuable for uh, educators, for parents, just there are so many people that um, can understand. And if you have a child, I'm sure that they are either going through bullying or have been bullied or are the bully. So please sit down, yes. talk to your, talk to your child, watch them with their friends, learn how they interact with other people so that you can help give them the special tools, strategies, and guidance to help self, to help learn how to be in communication with adults and with safe people around them and, you know, tell them how to say no, teach them how to stick up for themselves in the safest boundaries possible. 
Absolutely. I love that. (laughs) Yes. Thank you. Well, it's, it's been so much fun. Um, how are we, we doing good, Jeff? We're probably just in our, our last minute or two here. So that's so much fun. Uh, you know, like I said, I would love to invite you to come back on, um, and we can spend a little bit more time and dive yes, a little I bit deeper into some things. And I would love to have that too. Uh, it's yeah. Um, where are, are you at? Hopefully you're not in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm in Arizona. <laughs> okay, in Arizona. Well, Jeffers, we're the ones on the other side of the the world across from you. A world, I guess, just the United States. You still have daylight. I don't even. That's I barely right. have daylight. It's dinner where, time, where and we're just in time. I'm, I'm in, in Utah. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. <laughs> okay, the Steel City. I'm from New Jersey. So okay, <laughs> excellent. Well, yeah, I'm just in Utah, guys. right above you. So we'll have oh, to connect okay. and. Um, and meet up, you know, and exactly to get some things planned together. Well, thank, thank you so you. much. And Jeff, wonderful job thank as you. always. 